what's up guys my name is gloria caesar and we are back with another episode okay so welcome to talks with glow where i converse about life theology and health and if you haven't heard of twg then what are you doing okay what are you doing i always gotta over exaggerate on that part y'all Okay, so for my first time listeners, I am a current doctoral student at Duke University and I'm studying occupational therapy while also earning a certificate in theology and health care. And so today, guys, we are going to hit on the topic of service. You know, as we are discussing about service, um, I want you guys to ask yourself this question. How do I define service? I'm going to tell you guys how I define service, of course, but I want you guys to think about how do you define service? What are some of the experiences you've had with service? How have you engaged in service? You know, so what have you believed about service and what do you not believe about service? Um, if you don't know what the word service means, and I'm pretty sure y'all know what service means, okay? But service simply means, um, I'm, I think I'm going to define service as you giving your time, energy, effort, knowledge, skills, whatever the case may be, you giving yourself to someone or something right i think when it comes to service there is something that you are giving okay it it, service has a lot to do with giving service has a lot to do with you allowing yourself to put someone else first before yourself right and so maybe this is not this is not the way that you define service but this is something that you can think about and ask yourself as we continue to kind of debrief on this with um with this topic on service and so i am super excited y'all to talk about this it's just gonna be me on here talking about service um i'm a little boring so i I apologize in advance y'all just bear with me y'all seriously bear with me (laughs) but um honestly i hope that you guys are inspired by this i hope this makes you think um if there's anything that i want you guys to gain from this it's simply for you to think bigger okay think bigger and think deeply and so that is also like one of my purposes um when it comes to you know just making these um podcasts and making these episodes within these pod within this podcast it's it's for you guys to think bigger and for you guys to think deeper and so i hope that happens all right okay so Within this topic of service, I am going to make three points, okay? So pay attention to these points. The first point is your definition of service is impacted by your upbringings and experiences. And the second point that I'm going to make here is your definition of service will influence the way you build relationships with the people around you. And the last point that I'm going to make here today, y'all, is make a commitment to service. And so you want to ask yourself, how will my definition of service make a future impact? All right. So as we go through this, y'all, like I said before, ask yourself, how do you define 
service or how do I define service? What does service mean to me? What are my experiences with service? And as you ask yourself these questions, I want you guys to keep these three points in mind. First one, your definition of service is impacted by your upbringings and experiences. And the second one, again, your definition of service will influence the way you build relationships with the people around you. And lastly, y'all, make a commitment to service. Make that commitment, all right? And so I know everyone is coming from different walks in life. You may be a mother, a father, a sister, a friend, um, a PT student, an occupational therapy student, a nurse, a practitioner, whatever the case may be. Um, I am embracing you today, okay? I'm embracing you and I believe that this topic is for you. And I think... Um, Service is something that we do on a daily basis, um, whether we recognize it or not. All right, so let's hit up on the first, um, the first, um, what was I saying again, y'all? I done lost my mind. <laughs> um, let's hit on the first, uh, the first point. Yes, that is what I'm trying to say, the first point. So the first point is your definition of service is impacted by your upbringings and services. And so maybe you should ask yourself, um, what are the experiences, like I said before, ask yourself, what are the experiences that you have with services? How was I raised? You know, how did I see my mom serve me you know what i'm saying how did i see my teacher serve the students in my kindergarten class you know so ask yourself these questions because it's really going to help you really define what service means to you and so let me speak on my experiences um a bit and i, I can touch base on what i believe um has been my definition of service and just the process that i've been through in kind of figuring out um what service means to me and so I believe my definition of service has always been tied to my unique experiences in being raised in a Haitian household. If you didn't know, y'all, I am Haitian. If you are Haitian and you're listening to this pod and you listening to this this podcast, Sak Passe, Naboule, um, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, so yeah, so my definition of service has always been tied to my unique experiences in being raised in a Haitian household along with my religious beliefs. Also, again, if you didn't know, I am Christian. I was raised in a Christian household. These are values and beliefs that um, have continue to carry along with me as I am growing as a young adult. And so in my household, my mom and my dad, um, they found their pride in their service, right? And they both strongly identified with their roles of being providers, right? And so my understanding of service has grown as I watch my parents provide for my brother and I. And I only have one brother, guys. I don't have any other siblings, sisters, none of that. Um, I just have one big brother. And so um, growing up, we both have seen our parents do such a great job at executing the role of a provider, right? And so my understanding of service has grown as I watch my parents provide for my brother um, and I. And so they've always disregarded their own health and well-being for the sake of our success as their kids. And honestly, it's been inspiring to see my parents work hard, but it came with much confusion as I never really saw how they took care of their own health and well-being. And this is the same thing that goes for my religious background. So in Christianity, our savior is Jesus. And so for those who um, believe in Jesus, Jesus is the person 
um, that carries the burdens of the world and he carries the sins of this world. And um, he's the one that kind of forgives us when it comes to our wrongdoings, our mistakes and all that good stuff. And so in this example of service, it has made me think that service is about humility. It has also made me think that service is about, you know, you being selfless you know and it also made me believe in a way that service is about neglecting your own needs and desires for a moment which i believe um is a definition i am still trying to understand you know how do i find balance in my time of giving myself to someone but also staying true and honorable to my needs and my desires you know what i'm saying and so um y'all as i'm growing into becoming a future occupational therapist I know that my unique experiences has just fueled my passion and drive to serve my clients in a way that is filled with compassion I've seen compassion um, drive my parents to you know play in their providing their, their provider roles right and I've also seen compassion in Jesus as he um, carries the burdens of the world on his shoulders and so the reasons why the reason why they you know did the things that they did is because they are being led out of a place of compassion and so my parents and jesus um, they provided their service into into me from this place of compassion and from this place of love and not pity and so in order for me to fully embrace this role of service I must first commit to compassion and love as I interact with my clients. And this is something that I've recognized because of my experience with my parents and, the, and my experience with my faith. I wholeheartedly believe that in anything that I do, I first must recognize whether or not I am, you know, providing service in a way or or out of a place of compassion and love because I've seen it in my parents and I've seen it in Jesus and I also want to carry that within my own life as I continue to grow as a professional but also as I continue to grow as a friend um, and just a lifelong student. Um, and so, yeah, another thing that I want to hit up, um, hit up on when it comes to this first point is that service can be done in an unsustainable fashion, which means there is a lack of intentionality or thought. And I believe we are taught to simply give unto others without thoroughly thinking about what we are doing and how are we giving what we want to give and in what ways can our giving, um, negatively or positively impact someone and so you know this can sometimes be a problematic ideology and habit that you know that we need to honestly kind of reanalyze you know I have seen how the giving of clothes and the giving of shoes and the giving of food have kept people in a crippling place and when you keep people at a crippling place from your giving it makes the gift of giving unsustainable and so giving items may not always be the most effective way to provide service to someone which is why this idea of freely giving freely giving can be problematic and i so and so i think it is important to teach people how to truly connect with with individuals who are in a who are in need in a way that is impactful and centering 
And, I, and so I also think that um, these challenges will influence my practices, right, um, by encouraging me to be patient in the process of learning my clients. So as I'm working with a client, I don't want to just give them treatment just to give them treatment. But I want to make sure that I'm building a authentic and, and intentional relationship with my client so I can really understand their needs in a way that truly resonates with me you know I want to take my time through that process Um, and this is how you know my way of practice can be client-centered you know the client-centered relationship that is built should not be a quick and processed instead it should be filled with care and thoughtfulness and this is something that I want to constantly um, live by And so overall, y'all, I desire to get to the root of the issues that my clients are facing. So my time in collaborating with clients will help me to be sustainable in my act of service. Um, And so, yeah, that that was a lot that was that I said, y'all. I hope that you guys caught on to all of that. But like I said, the first point is your definition of service is impacted by your upbringings and experiences. And because of my experience being raised in a Haitian household and, you know, just having and putting my faith in Jesus, um, this all of that has, you know, really influenced the way that I view service and understand service. And I know that it's going to constantly have an impact in the way that I um, um, and just the way that I that I um become an occupational therapist in the future and so let's move on to the second point y'all i know this is a lot bear with me okay bear with me but the second point here is your definition of service will influence the way you build relationships with the people around you and so on this next point i am going to make a couple of references i'm going to make a reference from this book called occupational therapies without borders integrating justice with practice um i hope y'all got that (laughs) but yes i am going to um kind of quote from this book this book the author of this book is by nick pollard um nick and the last name is pollard p-o-l-l-a-r-d so if you are trying to look for this book remember that um that name and remember the title (laughs) um but so the first thing i'm going to reference off of this book is just this quote here it's on page 98 and it says relational autonomy is based on understanding individuals as interconnected and situated and not isolated decision makers therefore the social and cultural context of the client should be considered when addressing autonomy and choice um and so that's the quote y'all and so as I was reading this quote, um, it encouraged me in my journey of embracing my commitment to service as an occupational therapist, right? Um, in my 21 years of life, yes, y'all, I am 21, I have always seen strength in the independence um I have always seen strength in independence and not feeling the need to rely or depend on others. And so now that I am in OT school, hmm, I have um, recognized how toxic this mindset can be, you know, and it can be it can harm, you know, my own daily participation and my future clients participation, thinking that, man, I need to be independent, you know, Um but honestly, y'all, we need each other. You know, we need people. We can't do things by ourselves all the time. And so, 
you know, it is okay to have a community you can lean and depend on, especially in moments of weaknesses, right? And so our environment and upbringings influences our decisions, which reveals our need for others, right? And I hope to always value the, you know, dependence that my clients may have on their environment, the dependence that they may have on their culture and their peers. Like, I want to honor the fact that my client needs, you know, his or her his his or her mother you know i want to honor the fact that my client needs a community of um i don't know basketball players i want to honor that and make sure that that is incorporated within um therapy right and so even for me in being in this occupational therapy program i need my peers in this duke otd program y'all i cannot go through school without my peers in this program y'all if i did i would be feeling right now okay and so i would say that i am better with them um and with you know with them um, I'm better, but being by myself and doing this alone, I don't think I would be able to be the best version of myself alone. Um, the people around you truly pull out the best in you. And this is something that I'm learning about service. You know, service isn't about simply helping people to be independent, but it's also about helping people to connect with the people around them, to help them, you know, just be involved in a community that values them and honors them, which is going to eventually pull out the best in them. And I think that is an important thing to note about service. And so service, um, so I, in, in my, you know, developing definition of service, I am learning that service isn't done correctly if you aren't allowing others to join in on the journey with you. Service done alone only leaves room for pride to creep in. And that is something that I want to keep in mind. Okay. And so, like I said, guys, the second, this is the second point. And um, it says your definition of service will influence the way you build relationships with the people around you. And I, and I hope you guys kind of reflect on that. Like, how is my definition of service influencing um, the way that I interact with the people around me, my loved ones, strangers, or even just, or even just the relationships that I want to build um, with people around me, like with my coworkers, um, and my clients, all that, like you want to ask yourself, how is your definition of service influencing how you are engaging in your relationships? <sighs> all right, y'all, that's a lot that's being said. Okay. But now we're going to hit on the last point here and it is to make a commitment to service. Okay. Make that commitment to service, right? And so, like I said before, I want you to ask yourselves, how will my definition of service make a future impact? Um, and honestly, y'all, the way that I would answer this question is, um, you know, I want to always be aware of how, you know, structural social issues can negate um, my clients access and engagement in their daily occupations, along with um, how, you know, connecting our occupations to the political perspective of you know human nature and so um quoting from the book again y'all there's um a quote that says issues of occupational justice relates to the benefits privileges and harms associated with participation in occupations because benefits and detriments are associated with participation in particular occupations 
um, access to opportunities for participation in occupations becomes a matter of justice. And so reading this quote, um, I feel like it's, you know, very relevant to my developing understanding of occupational justice, you know, and occupational justice, you know, just simply means like you being aware of how, you know, there are systems in place in this world. Um, There are systems in place that kind of allows people to engage in the things that they that they you know want and desire and and need or are expected to engage in but there are also systems in place that kind of harms people or um you know refrains people from engaging in the things that they need to do desire to do or are expected to do right and so because i have recognized how power dynamics usually revolve around the benefits and privileges um in of of people and how that can pretty much harm um certain groups of people um i think that in itself is something important to acknowledge and so much of our education financial stance and employment determines our social status which also determines what we can and cannot participate in and it makes me realize how the many systems in place can be detrimental to the well-being of people and so you know just just thinking about this y'all um i realized that occupational therapy was founded on heritages heritages and and values surrounding justice and the profession was born out of a place of conviction for individuals worth and well-being along with their right to engage in occupations and i love how you know the quote that i um that i just quoted was it, it it just reminded me of how individuals will be able to effectively contribute to society when they are able to be whole in their own individuality through occupational engagement and so you know i desire to see people to do the things that they need to do desire to do or are expected to do Um, and as an occupational therapist it is important for me to set my clients up for success by making sure that they are positioned in a way to um to to be in to be empowered to do the things that they need to do on a daily basis and in my experiences and in being involved in this otd otd program and just the hands-on experiences that i'll be receiving within this program i want to keep this in mind i want to remind myself that occupational therapy was founded um, on heritage heritages and values surrounding justice i want to always have this conviction for individuals worth and well-being you know i don't want to um lose my my focus in helping individuals be the best version of themselves right i want to always make this commitment to remind myself of my why and I think this will influence the way that I engage in, you know, the hands-on experiences that I'll be receiving within this program, such as, um, you know, probably working in a outpatient setting or in or an inpatient setting. Like I want to make sure that in every patient that I interact with, that they feel valued and honored, but also in everything that I do in the service that I provide to them, I am 
being led out of a place of compassion and love but i'm also being led out of a place of conviction like i am convicted because i know that there are systems in place that are diminishing the rights of individuals you know there there are systems in place that are not you know in they're, they're not working for people right and so my conviction is that man like every person is were is worthy of love every person is worthy of success every person is worthy of living a life that is enjoyable and out of this conviction um i think this is where my commitment for service um is birth you know like i am committed to service because i am convicted by the fact that you know life isn't fair life isn't easy but also i'm convicted by the fact that you know, every person is worthy and every person deserves a life that is filled with joy, you know, enjoyment. Um, and everyone deserves to be um, in a place of well-being. And so, yeah, um, these are my thoughts, y'all, on this third point, um, again, which is make a commitment to service. And I hope all of this made sense to you um, because service is an important um, thing to think about. You know, it's important to, thing to think about, but it's also important to actually have in, within your heart. You should have a heart of service because as we're work, as we are clinic, as occupational therapists we must have a heart for our clients and we must have a heart for the people that we are are building relationships with because it will definitely influence the way um that we bring impact in their lives and so yeah guys this is what i think about service this is my journey of just processing what service means to me um how i define service and you know this this definition of service is constantly this it, it's constantly growing it's constantly developing and i can't just say i'm done defining <laughs> my definition of service it's it's constantly growing but i i always want to ask myself these questions um and and reflect on what service means to me and in my life and i hope that this podcast encourages you to reflect on what service means to you um why does it matter to you and you know how it may be influencing your life today and how it will influence your life in the future and so yes guys um this is talks with glow i hope that you guys are well i hope that you guys are blessed and that you have a great day okay and so thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and this is twg talks with glow if you haven't heard of this what are you doing okay ask yourself that question y'all what are you doing if you are not tuning into twg <laughs> all right guys love you guys and i hope to see you guys again or yeah or i hope you guys will listen to me again okay all right see y'all